just wants to throw. Oh, Craig, it's Craig. Fucking Craig, dude. I hate this guy. Damn it, Craig. Get out of here. And anyone Wait, know a no. good Craig? And you know anyone know a Craig who's who's nice? A nice <laughs> Craig. I you know what? You wanna know a name that just I associate with like bad people? Tanner. <laughs> Fucking I've never met a Tanner where I'm like, you know what, Tanner, hey, that's a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> there are certain names that like for some reason they do have those negative yeah. uh, attachments. Right? Tanner is right. one where I I do I do know a Tanner and know mm-hmm. of one. Yeah, Joe uh, does it for me. Hmm. Austin. Mm. Uh, I <laughs> every Austin I've met was either an a hole or I just didn't jive with. See, I have, I have, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with Austins. It's goddamn Tanners, man. I've never met, I've never <laughs> met in person a Tanner where I'm like, wow, that guy is not an asshole. <laughs> well, Tanners, Tanners, the Tanners out there, if you're listening, uh... yeah, fuck you. <laughs> We're sorry, Tanner, Austin, people of the world with names. Yeah, I think Kyle's the easy answer, but Tanner, yeah. uh, Kyle like, and Karen, that's a power couple. Christian, right um, yep. Especially, I think the worst names are definitely uh, Ryan, Victor, Nick, and Chase. Those are absolutely. <laughs> oh the, yeah, those total, are the worst yeah. ones. Total b-holes. Yeah. B-holes, yeah. yeah. B-holes. Lucas. It was Lucas never panned out well either. Really? Yeah. What's your bad Lucas story? Yeah, George. <laughs> no, I remember first grade, there was a Lucas I did not like. That nobody yeah, what's, what's his last name and his address? <laughs> he lives close, and I don't know his last name. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. We'll get him on the here. Um, all right well okay welcome back everyone it's this it's... is cinema speak sorry Victor. <laughs> okay. <I'm> sorry. <laughs> it's your favorite um, guys we're back talking movies once again it is uh it is it's me victor it's i nick and tis i chase oh zoinga bravo so uh let me do the little plugs um plug it we just, we just actually got added to the two new streaming services what? so sure. we're on so uh yeah we're on uh itunes we're on spotify we're i'm waiting to be put onto google podcast but it's been three days and it's not it doesn't say we're on there yet so lame. what was that i said lame oh yeah yeah i don't i don't yeah. know what's taking so long um yeah. Then also Stitcher, which I I, I saw as kind of a, a big <laughs> site, so I'm like, why not? So we're where on Stitcher. F- where do you find all these podcast sites? Uh, by googling it. It seems like you have to go out of your way. I've never heard of some of these before. Sometimes, Nick, you just have to go out of your way. So we're, we're on those sites. Give us a follow. Give us a like. It would help. Please show us that you're listening. Please. Please, if anyone's out there. <laughs> if anyone's out there, give and, me a uh, sign. Give us a follow on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We are posting on there on the regular. Not really yeah. Facebook, but Twitter and Instagram on the regular. So mm-hmm. we'll be at we will be at the Brooklyn Bridge Pier at noon when the sun is highest in the sky. We can provide food, we can provide shelter, we can provide security. Nice uh Lilo and oh. Stitch reference. Oh. Yeah, that was uh Excuse me? Yeah, I like that Toy Story 1 reference he made right there. 
Let's roll oh, sure. out. Yeah, no, actually, it was a Beauty and the Beast, really. Oh, okay. Yeah. Full deep cut. <laughs> well, we got two movies uh, thanks to yeah. Chase. Chase's yeah. recommendations. Two hot yeah. choices. What Ooh, do we got? Uh, so we've got, a, uh, for my first choice, um, a, a dangle classic. Uh, I think 2010. Yeah. I think 2010's uh, Edgar Wright's Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Fantastic, fantastic. And then also 1999's The, the Wachowskis Presents The Matrix. Yeah, I boy. think it's 19. Is it 1999? I'm yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. right. Sweet. You're yeah. Right. Yeah. So, cool. uh, what, what do you guys I can't, I can't wait, man. Uh, I, I don't. I don't know. I wanna. I which which one do you guys want to start with? I'm cool with uh, either one. Um, I feel like I have more to talk about Scott Pilgrim than I do for Matrix. So maybe start with Matrix and then. Yeah, let's go. Start with I don't like the sound of that. <laughs> no, 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 I, I, I thoroughly enjoy. It. I chose the movies, man. Yeah. No, I, I got you. I got you. <laughs> uh, yeah, we could do the Matrix first. Cool. Cool. Nick, uh, you you are are so far our our starter. So let's let's get our synopsis in there, buddy. Okie dokie. The Matrix, set in the future of the twenty second century, somewhere around twenty one ninety nine. The planet has been the planet is an apocalypse, taken over by sentient machines that have reduced the human race to cattle. They they have humans growing in fields and hooked up to a singular singular network called the Matrix basically a digital fairyland to keep their brains firing and to make them none the wiser to the machine's plans. On the flip side, though, there's a resistance group of people fighting the machines and trying to free people from said matrix so they can uh, stop the machines and so forth. Uh, we, follow a, we follow a group of survivors led by Morpheus. Their latest person they free is a man named Neo, who is the prophesized a man to save humanity so they gradually they save him they gradually uh work take him work him through the ranks get get him combat efficient and oh god this is tough i should really write this shit out god probably <laughs> oh my god i mean i think that's a decent amount of information yeah <laughs> you're kind of uh, yeah, yeah they train him up and they go and fight the machines blow up the big death star thing Cool. Nice. That, that was a lot. Fuck, Thanks. everyone's seen The Matrix. Why do I need to, why do I need to recall this? That's true, that's true. There's a wow. reason everyone's seen The Matrix, because it's fucking awesome. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I think we can all come into an agreement that this movie kicks ass. This is badass. This is, a, this is like a... This is one of those action movies that gives you a pump after seeing it. Just, you just go crazy for it. And there's a yeah. select few in that group, like Starship Troopers, Terminator 2, Robocop. And yeah, this is one of those films. It just gives mm -hmm. you a high, it gives you a great adrenaline rush. And it's also very philosophically deep at the same time. That's not too bad. But the thing is, is it also doesn't take itself super seriously either. Yes. Like there's obviously like kind of they they have fun with it and not be so like the characters aren't all you know, this could easily be one of those movies where all the characters are super serious and not have any fun, but it's like they they're able to kind of 
they're able to kind of like joke around with each other and and still be able to enjoy the what is left of of the world and then um you know it's it's very when they're out of the matrix it feels like the first alien yeah. uh like when everyone's sitting around having the conversations and stuff like that having their uh, their slop that if you close your eyes it tastes like runny eggs yes and, yes yeah. there is a there is a tangibility to that world like this this is the shittiest of apocalypses and they're just kind of making it work they're just yeah them out yeah and, and funny you mentioned alien like it feels like alien this movie is one of, is a great example of kind of a melting pot or a mixing pot of all these different uh stylistic influences mm-hmm. working together and making its own unique style you could see traces from a lot of different things from a lot of different uh film styles so you got like like John Woo style gun ballet, you got anime, martial arts movies, westerns even at one point. Yeah. Yep. Apo- sci-fi, uh cyberpunk and apocalypse, post-apocalypse. It's great. It's all it's just you you can definitely tell the Wachowskis are fans of cinema and they're just putting all their favorite things into one product. Or you not could product. say that they have a vision. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Weird how that works. Movie, a movie. motion picture. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I take it we've all seen this movie like uh, many times. Yeah, yeah, I mean, not, not like I probably like a handful. I really, honestly, haven't seen it that many times. Not within the the span of actually grasping, uh, like what's going on. Okay. Um, I saw it a shitload when I was a kid. <laughs> Yeah, I've this been watching this yeah. since I was younger. Yeah, this is definitely one where there's so many things in it that I that this is one of these movies where I give a pass to a lot of the corniness or any sort of like forced dialogue because mm-hmm. a lot in this movie is it's pretty like yes it is it does bring out some very like. Uh, um, um, what's the word? Like psychology and like, you know, conspiracy. Philosophical. Philosophical. And it definitely does feel very like of the time and very uh, over-explained. But at yeah. the same time, but at the same time, it kind of, it still holds up greatly. Well, in a way, it's like, it, it still feels very forced, but this is one of those films where I like, I don't care. I will. I will gladly listen to Morpheus explain. You know, the desert of the real, and uh, you know what's real, what's not. What does it matter? It's well, all just. It's great. Well, I I feel like that isn't forced, or at least in that instance, because we're following this character Neo. He's just been pulled out of a reality he's been calling normal for who knows how long, Mm -hmm. and. Even Morpheus says over the course of the, at one point in the movie that it's it's a process trying to get someone adjusted to this to the actual reality. Right, maybe maybe living. forced isn't the right word, but it's yeah. definitely it's very it's very expositional heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but this but movie does handles exposition. This movie handles exposition very well. I feel. I would. I think I actually I think I would disagree. I don't think it does handle exposition very well. I think it's very like backstory and everything it's very very dialogue heavy which in in this case 
you know the lore and everything about it uh, about at least this first one isn't really what you're you're kind of paying attention to um it's yeah. more of a uh it's more of the action and the abilities and kind of the world of the matrix instead of like the world outside the matrix and like also they're... yeah and also it, it's the hero's journey again yeah it's okay. one of the best hero's journeys in movies Mm-hmm. yeah it, it starts you off really good or actually the whole structure of this movie it makes me wish blockbusters would go back to this format a lot more it's i mean it was it came from came out of a different time original concepts are few and far between nowadays but still this movie starts you off really awesome and then it gets you into the meat of the movie neo his progressive journey and then it slowly builds itself up to something incredible. Yeah. Which is so good. Still fantastic and all the way engaging. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I last saw this film back in September twice in two days with you, Nick. Or sorry, yeah, Nick, we, uh, we saw it in a 20th anniversary Dolby Atmos re-release. And yeah, this, oh, that, was my fr- that was my first... Yeah. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> no, you're fine. Go on. That was my first Dolby Atmos uh, showing, and what a way to kick off that experience! Good lord. Yeah, it's it's it definitely holds up, and not only like like you said, the the storytelling is is not really something that we see too much anymore. This style or even structure wise, I don't know. It it feels when very... you watch it, when yeah. you watch it, it feels like it comes from a a very a different era. And that's yeah. what I think I love about this film so much is that like it stands out from so many action blockbusters and um I don't know, this is just this movie doesn't get tiring for me. Like it hasn't been a year since I saw it last. I'm still just like uh, hyped. Especially yeah. like, towards the end when Neo finally believes in himself and he's like oh, yeah, believing and just the music and <laughs> all this all these elements dude are just yeah are awesome it's super sweet <laughs> speaking of music this movie has a great score by don davis and also has some of the sickest needle drops in any movie ever oh yeah straight up <laughs> all the use of electro edm and techno music and it's just and also like i don't know if you call it angry rock or 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 something yeah, kind of industrial I, industrial rock just it fits so well it's so great yeah yeah I, I, I oh man agree. yeah but yeah that score too like i i love like I, I love the music in this movie just all around like this like this, the music during the action bits or just even just general stuff i don't know it it's it's great man it, it hypes, it, it hypes it, the emotion and the intensity so well like it's this very yeah. uh strong orchestral score it's i don't know how else to it really it. is it's, it's, it's really powerful. Uh, it really adds to every moment especially like that rooftop chase in the beginning oh mm-hmm. my god yes just the way it like i don't know just the way it plays with the imagery and like it just flows together so well it's beautiful it does yeah it's incredible uh but yeah touching on going off of that now the action in this movie 
The action sequences have yet to are yet to be topped. There's a few. There's a there's a few movies that can only that can barely match up to this one by today today even. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, I mean yeah, some of the that that the I think it's a bank scene. They go into that or something oh, like yeah. oh it's the office building. They go into yeah. like the begin the bottom of the office building. Yes, and that shootout with Trinity and, uh, uh, and Neo. Neo and all the all the security guards. That scene is so freaking sweet. I love how it's like Bitch entirely filmed in slow motion. From what I remember, it's like yeah, yeah, slow motion. Some of the best slow motion camera work ever. Mm-hmm. It's pretty damn seamless. It is very very good. Yeah, that scene because like debris and then explosions and the yeah the amount of action on screen is so damn impressive. It's, it's very, very nice. Neo's just going through gun after gun, pulling him out of his duster coat. It's just so great. It's, it's, it's really damn sweet. I yeah. I enjoy... I mean, this is, this is Keanu in his prime, too. This is, like, mm. top of his game, Keanu Reeves. I mean, I, I, I would be quick to say that right now is top of the game, Keanu Reeves, but this is... You know, Matrix, first Matrix is pretty has pretty damn pretty damn good Keanu uh, <laughs> line delivery, and and you know he's just got that '90s action star uh, like vibe to him. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, like the really like like he, I know kung fu, I know kung fu. It's it's yeah. it's such a cheesy line, but it's like God damn it, it's Keanu. So you're like, you know what? It's just, it's yeah. so it's so awesome still. Yeah, he it, his physical performance alone like it, I think is a lot more impressive cuz he him being him do, does a lot of his own action in his movies. Yeah. Like, he did this movie with back injury, with back problems. Oh, he, wow. got, he hurt his back uh prior to filming, but he still went through the fight training and was able to pull off a lot of the action scenes himself. Nice. Yeah, that's, that's super sweet, and that's something I really like too. Uh, the four main actors they did the, they do a lot of their own fight, they do a lot of their own fighting in the movie, and they have their own mm-hmm. fighting styles, which is really cool. And big big shout out to the fight choreographer Yin Wu Ping, who helped uh who who did movies with Jackie Chan back in the day. A lot of the great martial artists of cinema. His fight choreography is so on the points it's so incredible to watch <laughs> it's it's just great and it's filmed like it should be yeah it's it's super super good energy and and style yeah like that's one thing i i love about this film and it just seems like the wachowskis in general they have such a strong sense of style and um it, each set piece or any sort of action in this film and even just the cinematography in general it's so uh, filled with so much texture and and the amount of creativity is um just it's unbeatable yeah uh yeah. i want to bring up something ryan said after we saw that dolby atmos screening is uh this movie is always coming up with clever ways to uh transition scenes or edit edit different sequences together this movie feels fresh minute to minute visually. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree. Yeah, the editing, yeah. the camera work, it's so slick, very seamless, and it just 
again, it's coming up with new tricks every step of the way. So you do not get bored of looking at it. Yeah, plus, actually, isn't uh, Bill Pope, right? Didn't he shoot this? Bill Pope, that's right. And, and he shoots Scott Pilgrim, which I did not he know. Shot, so, yeah, he shot... Yeah, Edgar Wright a couple different times, actually. Hmm. Oh, wow. Is, yeah. Wow. Wow, that was unintentional. Huh. <laughs> you look at yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't... I honestly... I honestly did not... Uh, did not put that together. I was wondering if that was a coincidence or not. But no, right. totally, totally coincidence. Yeah, <laughs> actually, I had no idea. Great freaking uh, what's what's the uh, phrase here? Uh, coincidence. Uh, yeah. It's a nice, nice coinky dink. Nice job, Chase. Thanks. Thank you, uh, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Okay, where were we? Um, Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, the Matrix, but where in the Matrix? Oh, good question. Where where oh, in the Matrix? True, oh, true, I shouldn't true. have said that. I shouldn't, oh, I shouldn't he have also, said that. Bill Pope also shot Spider-Man 2. Yes. Was, yeah. And nice. The World's Baby End, Elite Battle Angel, Jungle Book. Yeah, the guy's just a great camera guy. Got a very yeah, noir definitely. feel, this film. The what? A very noir feel at times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. He, no, it's cool. He does. He does noir. He does. He's films it. He his shooting style adjusts based on the scene. So like, yeah, it's like he doesn't have a shooting style. It's just no. his shooting style is whatever the scene needs to be. Yeah, which this is scene, yeah, pretty this wild. Scene, it's wild. This scene's noiry. This scene's kung fu-y. This scene's guns a blazy. You know how yeah. it goes. Yeah. Yeah. This and, is a, uh, a hard one to talk about because I feel like we all kind of really like it. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. there's not much like debate. Wall to yeah, not much, there is not much to debate about it. Yeah. Uh, Chase, your visual effect guy, what'd you think of the uh, special effects? Oh yeah. Uh, it's they. So I I I watched the the like remastered version of it, like the so I watched the Blu-ray version where the the uh, visuals have been updated. Uh-huh. Um, but I was still really, really impressed with with it. Um, the, uh, when, when Neo gets put down into the, into the jelly, uh, fucking oh, yeah. water slide, mm-hmm. then the, and then the, uh, what, can we call them centennials? Is that what it is? Sentinels. Sentinels. Sentinel? Is that what they're actually called? Yeah. Yes. Oh, cool, cool. So the Sentinels, they when it appears and it kind of floats above him and it kind of got this like crustacean kind of feel to him. It's still all the pieces are designed in a way that looks that still looks good like today, and that's impressive. That something that came out twenty years ago, over twenty years ago, was able yeah. to was able to pull this off. And um, you know, there's some some stuff here and there that looks a little a little goofy like uh um like the uh the when when the when the little the little belly button bug goes into his stomach and is kind of moving around and and uh trinity's trying to get it out um that's a very very common technique where they just put a they just get the model and then put a um 
a uh, what am I trying to say? They put a a texture um, over it that is the same. It's like a it's like a fluid simulation type thing, mm-hmm. and it moves around. But that's something that's still being used today, and it still looks super good. Well, so wait, the shots of Neo's shit. Stomach, and his and his, his, uh, his his torso is mid drift when when trinity's got that that gun that sucks out the uh yeah, yeah. little belly button bug when it's uh-huh. moving around it's yeah. using a uh it's using a a uh a fluid a fluid mesh like a fabric simulation over top of another another model which is in this oh. case it just probably was like a rough shape and oh, then okay. they moved that around the scene and tracked it uh, by hand because there was no tracking at back in the day. Um, but it's still it's something that's used today. It's something that still looks good, and it's it's just crazy that twenty years later it still is like yeah no that looks that looks just as good as it would today. Yeah, well, and that's that's wild. See, I thought that was a practical effect because it looked. Look kind of real to me that let thing me I'm not... around in his stomach. Yeah, let me uh, let me let me do some let me do some clickety clack, and I'm pretty sure that it's uh, um, that it's a uh, CG effect. Yeah. Well, so yeah, yeah. Over overall, the special effects hold up amazingly well, especially the yeah. uh, the the famous bullet time effect. That shit's still kicks ass yeah well the thing is the the way that they shot that is super cool they yeah got like 100 cameras and put it in the way that they wanted to so the only thing that's actually cg about that scene is the exterior like the background background. and and his jacket floating like if you look at the jacket like the tail of his coat it doesn't look that good because they weren't able to get the actual like the nice folds and all that. It's essentially they're manually going through and 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 creating this ripple. But um, yeah, even then, who cares? It still gets the job done and it looks ex- so exactly. Cool. And it's 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 not the point of the shot is that oh well the jacket you know it's the and <laughs> it's the the point of you know people are so distracted about it about the uh about the 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 bullet time that they're like you know don't even really pay attention to it but also back in the day that didn't look that bad yeah but now it's just aged not as well um yeah yeah Yeah, and they do they do something similar in uh reloaded as well they uh when when neo is fighting off like Spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen it. It's been out for 17 years, so I don't feel too bad. But um, uh, he he's fighting off a bunch of the the Agent Smiths, and he's uh he's he has the like the like I think it's like a tetherball pole, and he's like spinning around and stuff and like hitting them, and it's got that his coat just looks pretty pretty not good. But for the time, I guess it was okay. But if you look at something like a year later, you had Spider-Man two, which Spider-Man two at the time was uh, like Wicked. huge for, for visual effects. Yeah. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't add up very well, but still um, there's a lot more problems with, with the sequels than just some spotty CGI. So yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll cover them in a future episode, but right now mm-hmm. 
first movie is king. First movie is all that matters. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, and also like the overall production design is really cool. Oh yeah. The stark differences between the reality and the Matrix. Very yeah, definitely. The ragged clothes, the the metal walls, the the freaking food they eat, even. Yeah. 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 Yeah, And I I I hear. No, no, no. Go ahead. Uh, the scene in particular in uh, Neo's uh, office, the building he works in, it's just yeah. this drab, bleak world. And I think they they definitely portray the artifice and the uh, of of the of the so called real world, the Matrix, and the uh, one one thing though, I definitely I think the Blu-ray copy of this must have must uh it definitely shows the the uh extreme green highlights yes i I was i was actually going to touch on that a little bit so apparently the way i heard was the when the movie came out originally it didn't have that green tint that was added in all the home releases after the sequels came out because they had the green color palette and so forth Mm. But for the 4K re-release, but for the 4K re-release, and for that Dolby Atmos screening we saw, they switched it back to the uh, less green color palette to match oh. when it first came out. Damn, I was I was wondering if the 4K wasn't like this because uh, it looked yeah. pretty bad at points. Sometimes I'm not I'm good. not like a ho- I'm not horribly displeased with it. Oh, yeah, it's not it's, like a problem. It's just uh-huh. yeah, no. But it, there is some times where it's like. Okay, damn. Like this is, is yeah. Is, is the lens like? Did it go through a swamp? Like <laughs> what? What's going on? It, it that is true. I mean, you look at the DVD covers and whatnot. It's very clear. This first movie, it's all it's got a blue co- it's got a blue cover and whatnot, and the scenes yeah. are green. Exactly. Yeah, I was. That's what I was thinking too. Is that like? I remember the seeing the cover for um for the matrix and like the first one and i'm like this is like blue and then all the other ones are like this is like green what the hell is going on <laughs> upgrades i guess so still though even with that green palette it's, it's still it's still a style it's still a mm-hmm. oh, yeah it, it definitely helps portray the yeah i, I think it works incredibly well it's just it does yeah tolerable at its worst great at its best sure yeah yeah Yeah. we haven't even got to talk about the characters and the cast and whatnot yeah they're they're amazing (laughs) they're all great they're all great pretty much and there is a bad actor i didn't notice it because they fit in so well with the world that's my excuse a lot of that's my excuse a lot of science fiction or just genre movies if they develop a really rich world and they with all these colorful characters if they can at least uh, get the point across with their uh, archetypes, then their performance can leave every which way, whatever. It, I, I can let it just I can see pass. that. I agree to yeah. that. But not this one, though. Uh, most everyone gives really great performances. Yeah. yeah they're all they're all very solid. Uh, yeah, Keanu. Mouse is the weakest link. Who now? Mouse. Well, yeah. Sure, but like even Mouse. then, it, it's not because he's a he's badly written or his, his actor was. No, bro, he's he's yeah. he's shit. 
Huh? I'm kidding. <laughs> he's Wait, shit. Wrong, oh shit! I thought he's he was... shit. You're wrong. He, he's, he said a weird freaking word or something. No, the mouse is fine. It's fine. He does his job well, like I said. All right. And he and he dies quickly, so you're not. That's true. Left. He does. That is very true. Thankfully. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine, guys. No, you're right. Yeah, I like your comment about if they fit the world, if they, if they, even if their performance is a little, eh, if they make sense where they are, then it definitely it works, and that's what like every character in this, even if they have corny lines or they are a little, you know, one note, they serve their purpose. Mm -hmm. And besides, the movie's about Neo's journey, and these people are just supplementing his journey to getting where he is. Yeah. And in that regard, they fulfill their purpose greatly. Some more so than others. Like Lawrence Fishburne as Morpheus. This guy's a player. This guy's a badass. I, I love yeah, him. he's pretty he's pretty sweet. My my favorite part, or I think just my one of my favorite parts in this movie. I got so many favorite freaking parts. But the one I like to come back to a lot is the sparring session with Neo and Morpheus when they first start doing fight training. That that's just a great um warm-up action sequence it's not it's not the it's not the best what the movie has to offer but it's still really freaking good it sets the stage well with the uh the actors in terms of the actors doing their stunts they're they're getting their character across in the fight and the filming and the editing and all that yada yada yeah, Morpheus, yeah I, like, true. I like morpheus in that part though the, the point of this all he's he's like is you think that's air you're breathing that, that kind of stuff. Stop trying to hit me. Hit me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I love it. And also he does this really badass sidestep move or whatever to like he, he like strafes over and he does this neat maneuver to kind of stop himself. I don't know. I can't describe it, but it's it's so funky and it's so cool. It's just like, damn, I want to be able to learn to do that. <laughs> Upload it to your, your brain. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Easy as that, Nick. God, I wish. Yeah, my yeah. brain goes goes through the roof watching this movie. It's one it's one of those films. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what else to say about it, dude. I, uh, Hugo good. Weaving. Hugo Weaving. Hugo is amazing. This yes. is like I just I really I'm 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 with I'm with Vic on this one. I don't I just I don't know what else there is to say because Everything that we're saying has been, whoops, has been being said for the past, uh, you know, twenty years. <laughs> we could still say it though, because we love the movie and we love talking the movie. Yeah, definitely. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hugo Weaving, one of the best bad guys ever. Like, I love. It's oh man, you you. If, uh, it's my brain destroying yeah, itself. I agree. Agreed. No, Agent Smith. He's such a rich villain. He's he himself a program, a program designed not to question the system and enforce the laws of it. Questioning the laws of the system and wanting to get free of the cage he's in. Yeah, it's, it's really, so cool. Like, there's some really scary stuff in this movie. Yeah, uh, I gotta admit, I I I had a had a had an edible before this. I watched this movie just because oh, no. I've seen it so many times. I was like, can I watch this? differently i want to i want a new take on it and this movie's scary <laughs> <laughs> yeah it kind of is <laughs> a terrifying movie <laughs> oh like, man 
the scene yeah. in particular when they're in the like the human farm and they're describing like the people are fed oh. the dead of the liquid of the dead and crap. It's like power. Yeah, of, you just I'm see just that like, endless expanse why? of red. <laughs> just these giant sentinel tentacle robots and they're just like farming humans. I'm like, yeah. oh, come on. And that music's kicking up. It's like, please stop. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> it is scary. And this movie has some of the best foot chases I've seen in any movie. They are so intense. They make me eat my nails. It's so unbearable, but so thrilling at the same time. Because you got that opening one with Trinity in, across the rooftops and everything. And That's then at so the bad. end, Neo's running through the streets. He's going through marketplaces, running through apartment apartments. Getting knives thrown at him, he's being shot at. He's being the agents are constantly switching bodies to catch up to him. It's it's so hair raising. It's super super sweet. It's sick, bro. Put that on the poster. Super super sweet. <laughs> That's the full quote. That's the perfect, full quote. perfect. Oh my god, yeah. Oh, tank, tank. I, he's my. He's a great. He's so cool. I I love every bit of line comes out of his mouth he also plays a really good villain in their in their first film which is this is their second film mind you Uh, how they did that but incredible their first film bound that actor plays sort of an antagonist in it which i i would like to cover that film someday on the channel i would i'd be down to watch that sometime have you seen it nick because i feel like no i haven't okay It's, it's amazing but yeah his his performance, I feel like he, he, he really plays kind of a scummy character. I feel like there was something I saw him in recently that he played kind of a scuzz. Scuzz. Oh, uh, Sopranos. That's right. He was in oh, he's on the Sopranos. Yeah. How about that? But anyway. Yeah. It's a shame he couldn't be in the sequels because he had such a likable presence in this movie. You know yeah. the story about, do you know about the story about that one, Victor? About what? Why Tank's not in the sequels. Tank? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wanted more I money. Ta- I thought we were talking about a... Oh, you know, I'm definitely getting the characters mixed up. I thought we were... <laughs> I, was like, I was like, you were like, I, oh. I definitely get characters mixed up too, because I'm like, doesn't he <laughs> <Yeah>. fucking die? <laughs> I thought, I thought, I thought oh, we were talking, talking about... Uh, the bad guy. Uh, Whatever his name is. Cypher. Cypher. Why did I think we were talking about Cypher? Okay, Tank. Tank. I don't know what movies he's been in. I was. I was thinking about Cypher. <laughs> Joe. Yeah. No. Joe. Joe Pantoliano. He's been in everything. He's one of the. He's one of the best character actors in the last. He's been in movies for over forty years. He, he's great. He's never right. been. But no. Uh, Marcus Chong, who plays Tank. He he's cool. I wish he was in the sequels, but for this one movie, he he plays a very memorable supporting character. <laughs> and I just go show up because of more money. He wanted more money. Well, the story was he demanded a higher paycheck to in order to come back for the sequels, but Warner Brothers wasn't having that, so they fired him. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oof. That that's Oof. a shame. That's a shame. But hey, we got him in this movie. Yeah, definitely. Boy, it was good. Good thing too. Uh huh. Carrie Ann Moss, Trinity, one of the greatest action heroines ever and she doesn't yeah. need to she doesn't need to prove it by saying i'm a tough female she just does it 
You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that that's a that's a trend coming around nowadays. Like, there's a bigger push to put, make more strong female characters, but there's there's just this underlying message or this overt underlying message that they have to say they're a woman and say they're powerful. It's you know overt I mean? underlying. It, it, it's strange. No, it, it's, it's weird how that works because they don't want to make it too obvious, but at the same time, they're making it pretty obvious. That's the thing I like about this film is that it has a very diverse cast and oh yeah, um, very inclusive, and I think that's awesome. And uh, yeah, you're right though. They they don't like oh, Trinity. Yeah, they mentioned she. Oh, like you're surprised I'm a woman, right? But they never like take it any farther than that. It's just yeah. She's just badass. That's all you need to yeah. know. That's all you, yeah. That's all, that's all you need to know. Yeah, that awesome crane kick in the beginning. It's slow-mo. Oh, that, yeah. That's all you need. That's all yeah. you need right there. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah very uh, progressive, very inclusive cast of characters, which is always a good thing. And it's not when it's... overtly underlined. Yeah. Then, yeah. By my by my weird logic, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, uh, I don't know. I I guess yeah. I guess you guys have a point. Everything that's said about this movie can be said. Yeah, I, I feel like um, I don't know. I kind of want to go more into like the themes and the and the and the story itself. But I feel like even that's just like everyone. The it's you know it's pretty obvious. Sure, yeah. It's nothing that like is super subtle or anything. It's a very it's a very obvious film. I feel like it doesn't yeah. Really yeah. Yeah, it's got themes, and they don't beat you over the head with uh, the filmmakers' philosophies or well, beliefs. System. What I, what I said is that it's all very on the nose. It's not really yeah, subtle. yeah. Okay, that's... fine. It's not it's not subtle, but it, it doesn't pander. It doesn't pander to the audience a lot. It doesn't. What do you mean? No, I not pander. Uh, shoot, there's a lot of filmmakers nowadays that. You could tell it's their voice speaking and not the characters' voices. Mm-hmm. Uh, this movie, not quite so much. It's, it feels, it feels mostly, it feels focused on the story instead of taking a microsecond break for the director to say, "Hey, this is what I choose to believe." So forth. Well, maybe it is. Maybe maybe everything they wrote in this film is dead. Just, just what they believe. Just. Hundred percent. So maybe perhaps you're wrong. Maybe but you're wrong. I didn't. I didn't feel like I was pulled out of the movie because oh, okay. that's, what I'm, that's what I'm trying to say. I didn't feel pulled out of the movie in those I see. with all these things going on. Okay. Yeah. Have yeah. You guys seen Hackers. What? Have you guys seen Hackers with Angelina Jolie? <laughs> no. Um, I don't I hear... think so. I hear it's kind of ridiculous. It's ridiculous in all the best ways, but this that would have paired really well with the Matrix. If you if you want to watch Hackers soon, watch okay, fresh. It's 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 not like it's there's no sci-fi element. It's it's sure grounded for the you know the most part, while the technological aspects are pretty <laughs> pretty out there. But it's got the same kind of like the same sort of music, the same wacky kind of like tech world um it's a lot of fun but yeah that definitely would be one that i would recommend yeah. watching right after this cool it's a, million, it's a million command keys on the keyboard and bam i'm in, We're in. yeah exactly We're in. 
I'm in. But yeah. Matthew Lillard, cool. I'm I'm a fan oh, of yeah. anything Matthew Lillard is in. Yeah, he's great. So nice. So um, corny, but I love it. Yeah, I think I've made my peace with this movie. Yeah, me as well. I feel, like I feel bad it, for not like it's anymore. I I know uh, who who would have expected it. Who would have expected this <laughs> under this underwhelming amount of uh, talk <laughs> about this movie? Oh, <laughs> uh, let's go over our favorite parts. I've I've said a couple of mine. Uh yeah. Um I think I think my favorite part was um I'm a big I'm a big fan of the of the training montage scene. I also really like the uh free your mind and he just runs and like and it's strictly the reason that I I remember that scene so well is because there was a vine that was <laughs> like Morpheus saying free your mind and then it was so cut just absolutely perfectly with someone jumping off a roof and like slapping the side of like a of like a shed <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just it's just the that it you know keeps on on coming back up but i like the um i i that really that final battle is so so good like it, yes. it's it's built up through the whole movie, and I it's 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 really nice. I enjoy yeah. the the ending battle a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's 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 divided up really good. You think he's gonna run for it, but then he turns around, and he faces him, and then they have a Mexican standoff, freaking newspaper in place of a tumbleweed, and then, yeah. they, go run, then they go running towards each other, and they're shooting the guns. It's, Spinning around all weird, cool, <laughs> and then they spin up in his stand. It's like wow, throw their guns away. They're kicking yeah. ass. Wow, it just it's it's such a, like you, you know where the story is going. Like it, it feels pretty. Like once you've seen it multiple times, you're like, okay, it's it's, it's it feels cliche, but every time it gets to that final showdown, I'm just like, damn cliche. it, damn it. <laughs> It wins me over every time. This movie feels too fresh to be cliche for me. Eh. I don't know. I think it follows a pretty, pretty standard formula in terms of like the hero's journey. It's like very you're the okay, chosen sure. one. Here's Judas. He's gonna betray the guy, and uh, you know, bada bing, bada boom. Bada okay, bing, sure. bada boom. Pretty, pretty sure. standard, but it's just sure. the world is too damn interesting, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But, but still, but still, even then, it's it's all about execution. I, I. That's feel. what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, while it is feels formulaic in in terms of like how it, the story is, uh, the beats are hit, you know. But if it was any other director and any other concept, this would be highly cliche and not worth talking about as much. Yeah. You're right. But no, it's The Matrix. It's a damn classic. I'll be 50 watching this and still be excited. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I hope. Especially that lobby shootout. That's my favorite freaking part. Yeah, agreed. I, I'm all about my cinematic gunfights and that's one of the best ever. <laughs> Again, Neo doesn't bother reloading. He just grabs another pair of them off his coat. Trinity's doing freaking 
flips off the walls and everything. Yeah, and the sound design of that scene is just just sound design in general with this film, like the hits and the punches and the the punches, gunshots, the gunshots, the explosions, Mamma Mia, pizzeria, wild. I try. Yeah. Oh no, the slow <laughs> the slow mo gunshots especially are friggin' cool when he go, when he takes off with those scorpions and whatnot. Just the sounds of them, just like oh, yeah. <laughs> just so cool. It's so cool. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we should stop just so we're not like. Fine. Hey, Fine. remember this. <laughs> That's what you can do with a movie you really freaking. Remember, remember this scene. Oh, remember this one. I remember that. Oh, remember. Remember. Did you guys play Enter the Matrix on the old game consoles? I did. I did. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. I mean, it it has a lot of problems, but so much fun. I'd like to play that again. I got it on Xbox. You, yeah. What? Yeah. There's quite a few Matrix. The original Xbox. Oh, Enter the Matrix. Yeah, Enter the Matrix. Yeah, Enter the Matrix. What oh, I think I, I well, No, I was looking. I'm looking at the games now. I'm trying to remember which one I had played. I think I played a uh, Path of Neo. I think that was. Oh. Yeah, I didn't play that one, but I heard it was not good. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Let, do let, to... Let's get to ratings. Let's get to ratings. I'm fishing here. <laughs> All right, Nick, you start off then. Uh, this is a four and a half out of five. Uh, I, what what it is for me is uh, a couple effects that are not so much, but that that's it, that's nitpicky stuff. It, otherwise, no. All the actors. All the actors do a great, fine job. The action is way ahead of its time, and it's its own unique brand of brand that that doesn't make sense. It's its yeah. own, it's its own distinctive cinematic style and language. It's it's hardly been topped even to this day. It's it's straight up, a, it's straight up a landmark. What more can you say? Yeah. All right. Uh, I guess I'll go. Um. Five, five, five stars, five stars out of five. Yeah, money yeah. shot, but being uh-huh. a money shot. I just, I don't really have much to add to this film because I, I think I've seen it so many times. I'm just kind of like, I don't know. I feel like <laughs> through my years of seeing this, I've kind of already talked about, it and I don't, I don't really know what else to add. But it's just so, uh, so influential and so, yeah, so much fun to watch. Even with all its cornier elements, I still, I still don't care. I love hearing these psychological conspiracy things. I don't know. It's just there's so much in the lore that I, uh, I am drawn to. I don't know. It's just great. I don't know what to say. <laughs> oh no! I, I shouldn't have gone to bed so late. I would have been more uh, prepared for this. <laughs> That's pretty neat. But yeah, five stars. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I would, I would probably go four and a half. It's, it's pretty damn, it's pretty damn good, dude. Uh, <laughs> it's just for, like, I really don't, I honestly don't know what else to say because it's just everyone. This is like, like people don't, you don't, you can't sit and talk with someone and be like, oh no, I actually really didn't enjoy Matrix. It's like. 
everyone you talk to is like, no, it's it's pretty fucking great. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm. This might be actually be a five. It might actually be a five in my case because I, I'm ignoring a lot of minor issues a lot of the time to even stick with the four and a half. So, yeah. Shit, I don't know. I guess I'll do five. Yeah, yeah. I I love this movie. It's been with me since the beginning. My brother and I went ape shit over this movie at a point. It was it was great. Yeah, this was my my first R-rated movie I ever saw. Heck yeah. Probably around the same time as well. I think I think what I love too is like thematically, even though it's like, you know, it, the Matrix. Like, there's you know they're they're hiding us from the truth. Like, there's something much deeper underneath. Like, it's something that is not really a new idea, but it's still one that is relevant enough to like be interesting in a way. Yeah. Like, be because it's like well, doy. There's like you know, we're not being shown the truth. And um, it's just uh, the way it's presented here is just much scarier than I think. <laughs> it well, needs but it's great. If, I'm, if I may, what I think it is, this movie has a technology angle around it. Oh, yeah, for sure. And 1999, that was that was the rise of that was, that was around the rise of the modern Internet and whatnot. Y2K. It's definitely Y2K. There's a fear of intelligence. And I mean, even now there still is like. I, I yeah. listened to like Elon's talk about Neuralink. I'm like, fuck, we're done for. <laughs> like, it's it's Elon Musk. Uh, yeah, he has technology Neuralink that he's developing. You should uh, look into it if you have not. Uh-huh. It's a little little weird, but this fear of sort of this ambiguous tech, and uh, I don't know where I'm going with it. Where am I going with it? I don't know. Uh, how the how it's held up even in these modern times when technology has advanced so rapidly since 1999, yeah, we're, we're still drawing parallels to the, to the topics or just the ideas this movie brings up in terms of trusting technology or that things aren't what they seem or how the information is spread differently. It's it's essentially yeah. timeless. It's a kind of timeless classic. Uh, yes. Because of of that, I don't know. Right. But yeah. 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 You know. Yeah. Matrix. Yeah. What yeah. else? What else? Watch what it if you haven't seen it, which is really impossible because everyone else has seen it. I think yeah. you guys are excited for the fourth one, right? Um, I'm I'm a little I'm, excited. Yeah. Okay, yeah. The more I think about it, the more excited I do get because Keanu is in a good position right now. He's back on his action game and he's yes. doing doing the god's work. Uh I think it was Lily or Lana, one of the one of the sisters came back, uh, wrote Lana. and directed. And my favorite thing, uh that's kind of been that's been great to hear in these last few years of blockbuster action movies, all the second unit action is going to be directed by the Wachowski herself. Oh, good. Yes, because that 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 was that was great. I've been taking notice of that a lot more. All the blockbuster action movies, they're big set pieces. They're just left to the second unit director because the actual directors have never done an action movie and they don't know what to do, so they just hand it off to the other guy. 
That's which, mm-hmm. which creates kind of a big disconnect. Like the vision kind of gets lost for something more safe and generic. It's a sad state of affairs. Yeah. So we need to get back to directors shooting their own action and making something of action, putting their staple on it. See, that's yeah. why, like, like with Chaskis, like this. Yeah. I, okay. So I remember Speed Racer being. I really want to watch Speed Racer again because I haven't seen that in like. 12 years but just from the look of it alone and the the stylization of the whole entire production it's like no one else does it like that Mm -mm. like you know i didn't see jupiter ascending but it's sort of the same thing like it's so creative and so just weird Uh uh-huh and i i don't know i just feel like we need more directors sort of especially in action cinema and blockbusters to like i don't know go the all show. the way with their go all the way yeah that's why i'm hoping matrix 4 is just like you know let it be weird let it be as corny as this one was like i i hope that they uh and i don't doubt that it will be uh i don't know a showstopper yeah it might it might not be as good. It will definitely not be as good as this original movie. It might not even be. There's a chance it might not be a good movie entirely, but it, it will have its own identity. Yeah. That's what's important. Even with a really terrible Wachowski movie, regardless if you've seen it or not, you just hear talk of it and you know, you kind of know what you're in for. Mm-hmm. And that's what a good director should strive to do. Like from movie to movie, it's their mark. It's their brand on that cow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do we want to get into Scott Pilgrim, I guess? Scotty Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim versus the world, as it were. The whole world. The whole wide world. The entire freaking globe. Actually, it's just seven guys. Uh, No. Seven axes. Thank you. Fine, fine, fine. Seven Break evil exes. I'm breaking it down here. Scott Pilgrim versus the world. If movies, Scott Pilgrim is your ordinary, average, uh, young Canadian rock star who f- has fighting skills and just wants to meet girls. He coming off a bad breakup and being in a questionable relationship with a t- with a teenager, he meets the girl of his dreams, Ramona Flowers. He wants to get to know her. He wants to slide into her DMs. But the ki- kicker is, if he wants to be with her, he has to defeat her seven evil exes. Seven guys, seven douchebags with their own set of powers that he must overcome in order to win over the love of his life. Zynga. Yeah. Seven evil exes. Brilliant. Who hasn't wanted to beat up their ex, their girlfriend's ex-boyfriends? I mean, come on. Am I right, fellas? Am I right, fellas? <laughs> <laughs> Edgar Wright, he's something of a genius. Yeah. 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 Cornetto Trilogy, Baby Driver, fucking Ant-Man before it got the shaft. <laughs> yeah, I... Uh, it's... there. This, this movie is so near and dear to my heart. And... <laughs> It's definitely it, it. It's one of those things where the more you watch it, like every time I watch it, I enjoy it a little more each time. 
mm-hmm. like because I find little subtle things and and the the way that it's you know it's a damn anime video game. The whole movie is just this big video game, and oh, it's man. it's so fun and it's so engaging and and there's you're never there's never a single moment in this movie where you're like wow I'm bored. That's yes, yeah. I really appreciate it. It's never dull. Never. I agree. Even for this... almost being two hours, it's like it did not feel like two hours to me. I was like, no, wow, this, this was no. Really it didn't. The, I yeah, I was laughing virtually minute to minute in this movie. This is yeah. this is my kind of humor right here. It's making me laugh just thinking about it. It's it's fantastic. And you know what? Yeah, Chase, it does get better. But it does get better every time you watch it. Me though, it got significantly better lately. Because I remember watching this back in the day. It's like, okay, this is funny. Michael Sarah comedy. You know, he's he's funny. You know, uh, no, watch it again lately. Now that I have a grasp on film, I've seen Edgar Wright stuff. I associate Edgar Wright with his stuff. Uh, no, this movie is incredible. It's incredible comedy. It's and it's a great fantastical little picture. Yeah. yeah, I'm glad I still like this because I saw this only one other time back in like 2015. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and that was, I was shown this by an ex. So, I was, so coming back to this, I was like, oh God, like, is this going to be, <laughs> am I going to still like this? I hope. And uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm surprised. It's a lot of the humor in this is uh, not something <laughs> that you see in a lot of movies. It's, yeah, it really is. it's it very like, witty, but like, yeah, it's it's awkward and it's very it's, random, which yeah. can be like sometimes too much. Uh, mm-hmm. But there's something to the humor here, and the that's just it really works for me. It's it's very funny. It is super witch sharp, and you know what? Uh, it feels like a live action cartoon in the best yeah. possible way. Just Def- stylistically, yeah. the way. The way they utilize all forms of comedy, it reminds me a lot of like a really good edit and Eddie episode. Even it's mm-hmm. so it's fantastic. And going back to something Ryan said, uh, so when we talked to Lighthouse, he he said he didn't feel the need to make like a gothic horror maritime set horror movie anymore because it was done so well in the Lighthouse. Me, I don't have the impulse to rush out and make a live action cartoon because Scott Pilgrim did it pretty much perfectly it's it's a lot of fun yeah it's the what it's trying to do and like the the audience it's trying to hit and and i can't even say i don't even know if i can uh, i can say the actual audience is trying to reach because it's this is so able to be grasped by so many people that it's it reaches out i mean if you're a if you're a drama only like movie person you're not gonna really like this movie like it's it's, you know it's it's so it's so comedic and you know it has that it has that british comedy feel to it which is which is uh you know edgar wright you know so he's able to understand that that type of humor um but too well I, uh, it's, it's just, I don't, I don't, I don't know how, I don't really know how to explain it, but it's, you're, 
you're sitting on this in this ride of a of a movie and it's like there's you're 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 out of control of what's going on there's all this lights and flashing stuff and random musical numbers and like it's the whole time you're just like this is so fucking bizarre and it's it's amazing it's so it's so nice there's some truly like hysterical moments in in this that i i I catch myself thinking about quite a bit um but yeah i just i don't know how i don't know how edgar wright was able to to pull this off and i'm i'm really really glad that he did this movie radiates all kinds of happiness and yeah the the jokes are just wonderful there's maybe 50 60 70 plus memorable ass gags in this film yeah and you're gonna be quoting maybe 15 or 20 of them right after you watch it even if you're not if you are a drama-centric person i feel if you put a drama-centric person in front of this movie they're gonna laugh their ass off it's just almost guaranteed Get some kind yeah. of kick out of it, and it's it's really the cast. They such great actors, and they're funny as hell. This is probably sometimes the funniest they'll ever be, which is saying something considering where they go on to uh, nowadays. Now, yeah, yeah definitely. Sarah kind of yeah. nails it. Michael Sarah does nail it. This awkward, like just very aloof character. Mm-hmm. And, um, there's just <laughs> his obliviousness to like certain things or his uh, misunderstanding of lines. Like I like the one where uh, Ramona's talking about his shaggy hair. And he's like, oh yeah, I need to get a haircut. And just like super self-conscious goes to put on a hat and they go on a walk. Yeah. And he's like, we're not going out. We're not going on a walk just because you put on the hat. Right. It's just, it's just some very funny. <laughs> it is. And then subsequent times they bring up this hair. Uh, it'd be like shot, reverse shot, shot of the character. Your hair looks different. Reverse shot of Scott, and the hat's just magically on his head. Yeah. It is. <laughs> oh, man. oh god, it's a shame. You, it's a shame we as humans can't uh lay out a jo- intricate joke like that in description. You just gotta see it to believe it. This, it's so there's a lot of funny humor that has to be seen in this in this film because you, yeah. you can't tell to someone you look like a crazy person yeah yeah this is this is it when i when i think of like honestly this is like probably top 10 of my favorite comedies ever uh i i, I enjoy i enjoy this movie so much and i love people who haven't seen it i love showing them it that's why i was i was really pumped for ryan to be on here to be able to uh to be able to to watch this for the first time mm-hmm. uh, but yeah it's uh it's so fun talking to new people who are like especially if they don't know anything about it really they just know that it's kind of crazy and they go yeah wow that's it was pretty damn crazy but i loved every minute of it mm-hmm. you know it's it's fun to have those uh you know and a lot of people actually didn't see this movie i know that was it bought it actually bombed in its day yeah kind of a shame and now it's like a cult classic absolutely yeah this is this had all the makings of a cult classic if if we look at it if we look at it in in Mm -hmm. a full view because edgar wright 
he's a gr- he's a fantastic director, but he didn't get really majorly known until Baby Driver, I feel. Or he didn't get well, a whole I mean, get a I, Shot of the Dead is is a big one. I think that put him Okay, put him that's on the exception. Map. That's but the exception. Like, I I do I do agree to a certain extent that Baby Driver did like cuz a lot of people saw Baby Driver um and so i do i do feel like that helped his his stardom um yes but uh yeah i've never actually seen i haven't seen the world's end um i own it i have the i have the the like the bundle the three bundle yeah um but i haven't i haven't seen it yet yeah that one's not pretty good i'll have to watch that one again but it's just as good as the other cornetto movies yeah, I bet. Yeah, Hot Fuzz though is legendary, by far. <laughs> yeah, Hot Fuzz is Hot Fuzz is great. I like Shaun of the Dead. I don't think I've actually seen Shaun of the Dead all the way through. Nope. But uh, but Hot Fuzz is 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 so funny when he pulls up on the fucking horse at the end is, oh my yeah. god, dude, it's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> yeah, you're a doctor. Deal with it. Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> But well, um, Scott Pilgrim, uh, Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. same same level of wit, same humor, same amount of comedic styles going on. There's psych gags, there's one-liners, quips, uh, Pratt, I think a pratfall, one or two points. Yeah, what I remember from the the graphic novel, it makes sense that he did this because, and that, and that the uh, the actual comic itself, it's got the same sort of rhythm. And energy, and with his prior experience, it makes so much sense that he did this. It's it's like he's the perfect fit for the the material. He's the man for the job. Yeah, he definitely yeah. And it's very I like don't think, I don't think anyone else could have done this movie. No, it definitely yeah. needed a <laughs> a very similar style to the source, and it's it's really awesome and surprising that he was able to like capture the same feeling, and like mm-hmm. I don't know. Very impressive. Uh-huh. What's weird to think about is like, what if Marvel movies were were made in the way that they're like really, really true to, uh, true to um, to like source material, where like like true to like down to the even the the panels, where like the action lines and stuff and and all of that. How I wonder I wonder what those movies would look like with See. Scott Pilgrim style effects. Yeah, it's unfortunate See, that they are following a formula and they can't really stray too far away from what's already been built. No. That's See, why I'm like... What? See, my theory was Edgar Wright was on to the, onto something there when he was doing Ant-Man, but then Marvel caught on and he was like, oh no, we can't have that. Get get him out of here. He's 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 seen too much. He's, he knows too much. I mean, that's why he got fired was for creative differences, and I can only imagine mm-hmm. how much more creative it would have been than whatever that shit was. Yeah. Well, 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 the, well not to get into that, area but the first ant-man wasn't was was a was a fun movie it was a fun film. it's just unfortunate when they all have to be well i guess maybe ragnarok was stylistically they're, they're all relatively the same if yeah if like you can, like specifically there's only like a handful of like the guardians of the galaxy and ragnarok and black panther are the only and, ones and, that the, can, like, and also can, the Russo, and any of the russo brothers movies no well, no, not even the Russo. The Russo brothers movies have been exactly the oh, same. Boring, Soldier, which I don't, I'm not a. I'm not obsessed. I'm not upset with at all. Like I think. I, I think. The, 
I think the uh, the you know in the in the we're in the MCU area, it makes it's it's fine. But uh, I do think if they would have given Edgar Wright a shot, that would have been so Dude, cool yeah. to see. Yeah, what to I see. think it what I think it is instead rather than just generally just calling it bland for the sake of bland. It's like, oh, that movie's bland. I think it's it's bland. It's bland not because it's just bland. I think what it is is the choice of directors they choose, maybe? Because they are always picking directors with drama backgrounds. They've never done action movies, or they've never read comic books, or they don't have any visual styles outside that's, of just setting down a camera. Me. It's like, why did they hire on like you know mark webb to do spider-man and whoever just did uh you know captain of marvel like no action background mark Mark webb i i have i have very strong opinions about the amazing spider-man series that Uh we can get into at another the series of two movies that barely got off the ground (laughs) uh i I guess i should say i'm a fan of the first one Uh um but uh yeah yeah no i i agree i mean other than the handful that i that i mentioned those are the only ones that were like that were taken up by like a comedic director like mm-hmm. there was another one uh uh Joss Whedon Joss Whedon did the avengers and the avengers were was amazing and yeah. it's because they trusted someone who has mix in comedy and and action uh, with, you know, Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Firefly and uh, stuff like that. Sorry, go ahead. I was saying that uh, he's, he was able to, to make it humorous and, and still action packed. And then I think the reason that he didn't end up doing the third one was a, because it was so far down the road from, Age of Ultron, but like, uh, Age of Ultron was was very more was more of like, I, I don't know, it was it was not the same as as the first Avengers, but yeah, it was different in the right ways. I think what I what the best ones were when they got established directors to do the movies. People like John Favreau, Shane Black, Kenneth Branagh, even Joe Johnston, Taika Waititi, with people with that are known. And that have a that have a solid background in films. I think those are the those are the best Marvel films. Well, the Shane, to- the Shane Black one was was one of the like worst perceived, uh, worst perceived, worst received, um, movies. Well, in the MCU. Well, fans. That's mostly fans, and they're just being babies because the Mandarin wasn't the Mandarin. Fuck it, the story. But, I mean, think, but think about it. The movie's being made for the fans, right? It's being made for the for the fan. And there's, I mean, there's a lot of well, other stuff. I that I I just I kind of disagree there because these are these movies aren't based off any kind of specific source material. They're taking uh, elements from source material, but they're not strictly adapting it. They're just kind of they're making up their own stories and using the bits and pieces, and so forth. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't think it's just for fans. And at this point, it can't just be for fans. They reach they want to reach out to every demographic possible. Disney for yeah. crying out loud. Yeah, that is that is true. Um but yeah, I uh back on back on the Scott Pilgrim, oh, I think Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> <laughs> uh 
Edgar Wright is is one of the one of the best uh, comedic directors right now. Um, Baby Driver has a has a feeling of uh, it's like tense and action packed, but it's still also hilarious. And you know he's really good. He's he's very obviously good at directing comedians or or people in uh, comedic actors, I should say. Yeah. Um, I mean, Jamie Foxx is straight up a comedian. Comedian. He's he you know in in Baby Driver he is also probably the funniest character in the in the in the movie, other than unfortunately Kevin Spacey. But well, yeah, you know, I think. I think as long as we mention the character he plays or his acting quality, it, Kevin Spacey's fine, but everything else is a no-no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. A, a lot of everyone in that movie is funny. Let, let, let's just let's just cut out the middleman. Everyone, everyone's funny in that movie, and everyone's yeah, funny in this movie. Yeah, every again, everyone is is funny in this movie. Yeah, Michael Sarah, like, his timing is so on point, and yeah. Probably the best of his awkward teen roles, which he unfortunately did get typecast into a little bit. Oh yeah, even, absolutely. Not even, not even, even then. not even a little bit. He's I wish he played the same character. I wish yeah, he could just take out a what's his name, uh, Zombieland guy Eisenberg. Yeah, yeah, Jesse Eisenberg, and just replace him with uh, Michael Sarah. Lex Luthor, Social Network. <laughs> no, Michael I Sarah. can't see that. They got their own flavors going on. Yeah, but Michael Sarah's comedic it's, it's Sarah's like... comedic timing is really is really damn good. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, my one of my many uh, celebrity crushes, she crushes it entirely here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. Did that sound weird? Well, now that you yeah. pointed it out, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it definitely did sound weird. We were gonna ignore Thank it, but you brought it up. So that's like okay. saying, uh, "Hope this isn't awkward." <laughs> yeah. So nice, Nick. Fine. Nice. No, she's, nice job, dude. she's very, she's very pretty. She's got a dry sense of humor, and she does a great job as Ramona Flowers. Mm-hmm. And Jason Schwartzman. <laughs> uh, come on, he's absolutely hilarious. Yeah, uh, I haven't and... seen him in much anything else. Okay. Yeah. Actually, no, I have seen him and stuff, but I don't remember him very well. But this is probably – this is one of his most memorable roles, and he does it very freaking well. Yeah. No, actually, you know what? All, everyone is pretty spot on in committing to their zany personalities and giving them – and just give and just giving him something extra so they aren't just that personality. In mm-hmm. fact, my favorite character – my favorite character in this movie is Steven Stills, the talent – Mark Weber. Yeah. Whenever he's on screen, I I kill over from laughter. <laughs> he's so fucking hilarious. Not the vegan, super funny. Boyfriend. No, vegan is Todd. Brandon yeah, Ross. Todd. Right, right. No, Stephen plays guitar in Sex Bomb. Ah, <laughs> right. I got it. He he's he's so funny. There's the part where uh, Crash and the boys are playing at the first concert gig, and he's subtitled. He's freaking out, but it's all subtitled. Yeah. <laughs> And you just see his wild, you just see his wild expressions, screaming at Scott, who's not even giving him the time of day. It's so it's perfect. Funny. It's, so it's funny. hilarious. A gig is a gig is a gig is a gig. You put aside your gig, gig, gig. But do it for the band, for the band. 
for the band <laughs> for the band yeah i i'm i'm a big fan of um of jason schwartzman a lot i he's hilarious but also someone that i was really surprised with at how how like is is Brie Larson was is actually really good in this. I'm not a big fan of her as an actress. I like yeah. her as a person, and I like her as like a she's very activism for uh, for uh, you know equality with uh, with women in in Hollywood, which absolutely should be talked about by every single man in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not a, I'm not a big fan. I, I have never seen Room, so that's probably you know, mm, you know she won an Oscar for it, so she, it's probably pretty damn good. But um, yeah. you know, uh, I really wasn't a big fan of uh, of Captain Marvel. But um, in this, it's she's so she plays that that like bitchy ex girlfriend role just so damn good. Yeah, to a T almost. So good. Yeah, uh, Brie Larson. I for me, question kind of eh, and actually. But when, but when she's in a role, she's very good, and this is one of her best roles. I feel just because she nails it so well. Uh, Chris Evans as what's his freaking name here? Uh, Lucas Lee, the second Lucas Evil X. Yeah, <laughs> I oh, love God. the scene where he, he comes on to the set and the Universal. Yes. Uh, films theme <laughs> comes on. It's pretty great. Yes. Great. Sup? How's life? He seems nice. I like uh. I like Matthew Patel. Matthew Patel honestly is, I think, my favorite of the exes. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, I really am a fan of of Todd Ingram. I'm, he is hilarious, and there's a there's oh. you know the vegan police. Their oh finger god, pain. the vegan police. I'm, and I'm I'm writing something right now, and I'm directly stealing that. And uh, <laughs> I hope I hope. Mr. Wright is okay with it, uh, or I guess I guess probably the uh, the writer of uh, Scott Pilgrim. But um, smoking eggs, bitch. Uh, yeah, it's it, Matthew Patel is so damn funny. I love the little Bollywood music scene. Mm-hmm. That and it's that was so mm. funny. Yeah. So damn funny. Uh huh. Yeah, that Bollywood thing was kind of weird for me at least, but it ended quickly and it did its job well <laughs> well most a lot of bollywood movies have like even action movies have like fucking <laughs> musical numbers in them that's why they're usually like a damn near three hours long uh, what <laughs> every time i see a bollywood it's like, film i'm like it's like a yeah it's like a it's it's i don't it's like a requirement almost it's it's totally a a stereotype but it's 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 a stereotype because it's so close to being like oh man it's 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 funny so they did that aspect of it really okay, really well that makes more sense yeah, yeah i mean i've never seen a bollywood movie oh dude you should watch them you're fucking crazy i don't think i can i don't think i can hack it <laughs> they're so they're so just strange in the most amazing ways all right Maybe someday. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Matthew Patel, he was funny. Todd was a lot of fun. I liked... Okay, yeah, there's there's fight scenes in this movie. The fight scenes are freaking cool as hell. Yeah, they're pretty sweet. 
so they're highly visual and this you know what no sound and visual sound is just as important in this movie in fact majorly important because not only because of Wright's shooting style again with bill pope on camera and his editing style uh but yeah all those sounds the little even the little effects in the background they matter i was watching the blooper reel for this movie today actually and yeah it's it's one for one it's a funny ass blooper reel oh yeah and two and two the soundscape matters a lot in this film all the little cues and all the little cues that pop up and just the overall uh audio language of each scene in this movie it matters a lot giving the setting its identity but yeah the fight scenes are super cool the choreography is amazing the camera work is restrained or not restrained it's it's what it's wide it's primarily in wide shots and you're never lost for the most part no never i i can completely i can 100 understand what's going on in every moment of this movie yeah and it's like Again, it's also like uh, like Victor, you were saying earlier. There's never a moment. Uh, well, actually, you agreed with me. I said it, but there's yeah. never a moment where I'm like bored. Right. <laughs> you know, right. Never, there's never a lull. It's always there's always something happening, and it's always like most of the time that's that's not a good thing. You're like, wow, I need a fucking I need a break. <laughs> like, yeah, but this movie needs this to have case, that energy. Exactly. Exactly. In in the. Uh, even in like the slower moments, there's always something going on in the background or, you know, there's some, there's some little animation that pops up. Like even, even in the slow moments, it's still so damn entertaining. Yeah. (laughs) And it's just, I, I love this movie so, so very much. Absolutely. Uh, the one, I have one little nitpick, uh, as far as the fight scenes go, but the one fight I did not, quite so or not i was i was like don't like because you can't not like the fight scenes in this movie they are they're just incredible looking but the one that i wasn't that'd be like the lowest on my list of ranking the fights in this movie it probably has to be the what was her name hang on roxy roxy roxy's uh fight scene just because the cg on her on her chain belt whatever it's a little too flashy and it kind of gets in your face a little too much and so it becomes a little uh seizure inducing just a bit and i thought sure. i i thought that that i i enjoy watching that scene um because i like the fact that that the first half of it is that it's ramona and roxy fighting and then she's like hey just to let you know if you beat me there's nothing that there's nothing like it, nothing's gonna happen and then Scott's like, "Yeah, no, I'm not gonna fight a girl." Yeah. And she grabs him and starts fighting with her with his hands. I think that's so. That's such a smart like uh, such that's a smart true. way to go about that problem. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That then it rebounds with that, and I'm like, yeah, this it's cool again. <laughs> yeah. And Mae Whitman is so funny. She's kind of an underrated. Actress. Oh, she's hilarious! Super funny. Actually, com- kind of a chameleon because. I know her as the little girl in Independence Day, and then I find out she's had a very successful career as a, like an indie, as an indie, in indie comedies and so forth. Yeah, but yeah, she's, I, been, she's great. I actually know I first like 
knew of her from uh from Perks of Being a Wallflower. That's oh. when I first kind of uh remembered who she was. Um mm. if you haven't seen Perks of Being a Wallflower, uh absolutely do so because it's yeah. very, very good. Right. Um uh, in 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 my opinion, I'm I'm a fan of it. Uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. the uh, yeah, she's also in um, she's an avatar. She's the voice of uh, I'm pretty sure she's the voice of Katara. Really? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. She is the voice of Katara, and everyone and their moms are watching uh, Avatar right now. So yeah, uh, <laughs> so it's oh, it's pretty, it's pretty sweet. Cameron. Huh? Not James Cameron's Avatar. No, 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 no. Avatar: The Last Airbender. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, we should watch The Last Airbender on here too. That would be. Yeah, I've never be... seen it. That's... We oh. should we should definitely do a a week where or like an episode where we just watch critically horrible movies. Oh. I'd be down. Hell I'd be yeah. super down for that. That'd be a cold day in hell, but sure, yeah, let's do it. We could watch like uh oh we could watch. Uh, the last Airbender, and then we can watch Dragon Ball Evolution. Do you want me oh, to yeah. die, <laughs> dude? They're so they're so horrible. Like at least for Dragon Ball, it's so bad that it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty fucking bad. Um, but anyway, yeah, is, is uh, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think I have, I don't have anything else left to say about it. I, I love. I love this damn movie. Are you kidding me? Shoot. No, I'm going to keep going. Uh, yeah, go, fight scene. The visual, other, visual effects otherwise, aside from that chain whip. Uh, it's this. It's so it's so cool and stylish. Just not only just overt stuff like, oh, we're making someone fly through the air or we're launching a fireball. No, the way they insert uh, comic book panel sound effects over certain areas of the screen that's genius i think like whoop yeah thrack thrack i will say the part i related to the most is when scott opens the door and he's blinded by sunlight and he screams to the heavens <laughs> i the relate to that scene. yeah <laughs> yeah just the sudden rush of light after you've woken up it's like six at night ah! The uh, the scene where knives shows up at uh at the house and he dives out the window is <laughs> yes is a, it's it's a comedic genius. It is so really is. the timing and everything is so fucking funny, dude. Perfect. It's that is the perfect gag. I yeah, love it. I think some That's of the funniest my... moments come with uh, Scott and his roommate. They have pretty good chemistry. Oh yeah. yeah, Wallace. Yeah, yeah, Wallace. Wallace. It's hilarious. Karen, Karen Culkin. He is. He's very funny. <laughs> what's What's the web address for Amazon.ca? Amazon.ca. Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's just the taste though. His his humor, his demeanor, his is everything. It's perfect. It's people a, said. Yeah. People said I reminded. I actually, one. you know, what? I I remember back in high school, people said. I reminded them of Wallace. And nice. I, I would, that's a, that's a good that's a good compliment. Yeah, in hindsight, I I would have said yes, but back then I was just weirded out. I was I kept saying, "What? Who? What? No, stop it!" Yeah. 
There are too many things about Scott that I see in myself, especially his insecurity that isn't very justified. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah. Or That's actually... hair and then be like, ah, sorry. I I'm just like, damn it. And I and I and I cosplayed as him back in the day, and so I'm just like, well fuck. I have this connection wanted... to the character. You guys now. see that picture, man. I, oh, I, don't, picture. I don't even know where it is. I, I honestly don't know. Look for that... it. Oh, I don't think I have it. I don't know where it would be. <laughs> but, yeah, I, yeah. It's so yeah. So uh visually this movie bangs, but when you really get down into this movie, it's actually a lot more genius than it lets on, I think. Tell us. Cause we have Scott Pilgrim, this character. He's he's very he's very witty and uh awkward, naive, and insecure. But he's actually kind of a douchebag, really. He treats kind of the people around him like dirt, and he dates a high schooler because he had a really <laughs> tough breakup and he can't cope with it. And then he goes after this other girl while before breaking up with the other girl, and just all these different, all these different elements that feed into his character. And you see over the course of the movie how he becomes a better person. And learns from his mistakes. That's that's really good, especially in a movie this flashy and this stylistic. It's it's one thing when a movie can be this visually impressive, but when they have when they have something hidden going on, or not hit something hidden, something more um oh oh yeah, I I think you know what I'm trying to get at, but it's it's great. That's it's accomplished very well in this film yeah yeah i don't i I wouldn't i wouldn't go as far as saying he's a douchebag but he he definitely does some 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 asshole things Uh, yeah his behavior is questionable his he definitely is being very selfish but also you know he's for the first time in a while since uh since um oh god what was what was Brie Larson's character's name? Envy. Envy. Ever since Envy, this is like with Ramona, it's the first time that he's actually been like in love. So he's kind of just very in a selfish mood at the moment, where he's just you know taking care of himself. Which in in hindsight, he you know he does kind of screw over his band, but the band isn't mad at him about it like at all. No. You know, so it's like he you know they know they. I do agree that his character does change. He realizes that what he was doing in the beginning was kind of, he was being kind of a dick to both Ramona and to knives to, uh, to knives. Um, you know, and, uh, yeah. So I like, I like, I like the, the, um, and then the, the conflict with Nega Scott too is, is (laughs) kind of that on the nose, you know, it's, the the negative versions of of Scott, it's all the things bad about Scott that he has to overcome, and it's kind of a little bit of like symbolism in it, which he doesn't really overcome it, but he, or not symbolism, it's more metaphoric, but um, he doesn't overcome it. He just it gets along with it, so he's able to embrace the fact that you know, yeah, he was he was an asshole, and and this is a part of me, and this is something that you know, I have to deal with, but doesn't mean that I need to completely forget about who that person was. And so when he walks out and he's like, oh yeah, we're, we're, you know, we're getting lunch. Uh, he's actually a pretty, pretty nice guy. We're getting lunch later next week. You know, it's a, 
kind of kind of has a nice metaphoric uh, undertone to it. I don't know if that was the point, but that's how I picked it up. Yeah, I can that, see that. Yeah, that that I can see that too. And also, that was just a hilarious bit there. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> Two Michael Sarahs getting along with each other. I do have to say that um, uh, uh, Gideon, his his sword that's like eight bit, and yeah. it's got like light trails on it and stuff. Yeah, that must it's, been a pain so, in the ass. it's so cool. Huh? It must have been a pain in the ass to animate. Yeah, probably. And this movie, I'm just like, good lord. Well, because it's it's animated at a different frame rate than everything else. Yeah. So there's uh it's it's kind of like it's it would be kind of a pain in the ass to do, regardless, because it's a lot of it's the same thing with like a lightsaber, but now you gotta put in, you know, like light trails that aren't the same you know speed as everything else so it's uh-huh. like right it's pretty fucking complicated but they yeah. actually they actually do something similar in um captain marvel um one of the characters has this like baton or like sword or something like that and it's kind of it's not nearly as noticeable but it's it still has that thing, and I just thought it was funny that Brie Larson has been in two movies where there's a, uh, where they do that effect, and and uh, you know, and the effect looks great in Captain Marvel as well. Yeah, funny how that works out. Yeah, strangest connectors, strange connectors. Oh, um, I don't know what else to say. I'm I'm kind of good. Tbh. And also, and also, there is this. Oh, he's going. Something I just uh something I just picked up, but like there's also this message of kind of be happy with uh who you're with and don't focus on the past so much. That's something I kind of picked up on lately. I mean, I'm not even, I'm not even in a relationship, and I'm kind of and I'm picking up these signals. The movie appears to be letting on. It's like, yeah, you're with this great person. Uh, don't focus on what came before. Just live in the now and move on and so forth so that's nice yeah 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 i'm trying to give you guys something to talk about here well thank I'm, you i'm just kind of <laughs> yeah i'm i'm a little uh i'm i think i honestly dude i think i'm i think i've, I've talked about as much like other than the you know the visual effects and and how every single shot has a visual effect in it like pretty much regardless of like how big or small every single shot has a has a visual effect in it and that's so that's crazy that's a huge workload but and it sucks that this movie didn't get as as much money as they put into it which i mean regardless the cg the the animators and the and the the artists they all got paid already but um you know if it's it feels it would feel good as a as an artist to be a part of a thing that's like yeah you know I worked on this movie and it looks good and it made a bunch of money and you know I I'm feeling good about it and you know mm-hmm. to be in a work on a movie that bombed but still is you know there's been so. a lot of great effects heavy movies that bombed and still will look great to have on a resume yeah uh oh yeah that's, that's- soundtrack too i almost forgot the freaking the music in this movie so really yeah. freaking good it's very, very all the original good. songs they made for the bands they're i love mm-hmm. i love the style they fit into and they sound very well produced and 
shit if you're into that kind of music might worth listening to over and over again yeah like uh i i'm i'm the clash at demon head song that uh the envy plays i yeah. i listen to that that's on my like my my heavy rotation playlist so <laughs> yeah it's I, i'm i'm a big fan of that one yeah I'll, i have to say the crash and the boys stuff is pretty impressive i i i especially like the one where they ha- say how sad they are yeah i'm sad i'm very very sad so sad <laughs> thank you yeah it's there's you know we can go on and on about everything good about it's yeah. it's same it's thing with Matrix, race, guys yeah it there's it's there's so much to talk about and that that uh we could we could do this for another three hours about oh there's also this one scene that i like you know uh yeah, yeah. that's the theme with this double feature here, i think these are movies that are better served for conversation instead of i think review because you can easily say you can easily say oh this movie is great because it has amazing visual effects and uh great comedic actors and some sharp writing but no, that's not what you're talking about. You're talking about all the moments you love from these movies. Well, and you're laughing. Was... You're laughing at go ape shit or what gets you riled up. Well, it seems usually yeah. when we were doing these, like especially Ryan, he's usually the one who's like, "Well, I actually don't like this," or there's usually someone who doesn't like uh, an aspect of the film. But we're all really in an agreement. Uh, a lot yeah, of we're... everything, essentially. We're, we're just feeling good this week. So it's it's hard to like find new things to talk about because it's essentially just like yeah the uh, uh the, the katty and Aki twins fight that also that's also one of like the lower fight scenes in the movie for me because again a lot of flashing and a lot of craziness i, th- I think that's what it is uh the the katty and Aki twins fight and the the roxy richter fight they just have a lot more visual flair than the rest of the fights in the movie and craziness that it, it it becomes a bit a bit much i think for a casual viewer i would say yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm 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 reaching i'm kind of reaching yeah, here but still it's whatever it's whatever it's whatever look at the messy glops of marvel action scenes well those <laughs> scenes aren't terrible what are you talking about they're not edited very well. Okay, Black Panther, yes. No, I wasn't even talking about Endgame, Black Panther. Black Panther is game climax scene. I'm like, what the hell's going on? What climax scene? The big battle at the end of and at, at Endgame. Avengers Endgame? Yeah. That was well that was well filmed. There's not it's you don't get a lot of uh, I'm I'm uh I think I've I think I've grown I don't want to say I've grown out of Marvel movies. <laughs> I've I grown up. I think I've I've moved on from being excited for them. I think I put so much into the last ones that I'm like, okay, I'm probably good to not get excited about them as much. Like I was huge into it. I was really really into Endgame. I yeah, saw I Endgame in theaters three times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, but well, I yeah. do. I think. I think that I do agree that the end scene is a little. Is a little. It's there's no. It's it's just a. It's like a fucking video game. It's just a CG scene. You know. Yeah. Well, I, what, what, I, you expect I, what we expect them to do? Throw harsh language at each other? No. No. Well, hold on. Hold on. Let Let me. Okay. In the Marvel universe, two different movies. Uh, Aquaman, 
and Endgame. They, they're both cli- they're climatic showdowns. Yes. Aquaman, that had a pretty good climax, and that was all CG. But mm-hmm. it was, uh, there was so much color, so much, and granted, they are underwater in like a, this fantastical, you know, world. But with Endgame, it was just so drab looking, and and because Thanos nuked the ever living hell out of the Avengers base. Well, so so things are gonna look blown up. It's gonna look like Mogadishu over there. My my biggest my biggest upset about the end of Endgame is I wanted I'm I'm getting tired of these big spectacle fights. I'm I want a intimate like like fight. I want a you know I if this comes down to it, I want Thor uh Thor, Captain America, Iron Man to those three should be the ones that are fighting Thanos while everyone else is is taking care of everything else. I think if that was going on and they were in a totally different area it would have been i would have been so invested into into it that i i would have nothing poor to say about it still but, every single hero from all the 20 other movies and even the side characters finally coming together in a giant battle sequence getting yeah. at least one time to shine that is hype that is amazing shit there no absolutely and absolutely I, like i get that but i'm saying is like if if the if it was done in a way that I, I'm I'm sorry I just don't see the the difference between like I guess I'm comparing this to like how a climactic showdown between you know Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker compared to a giant war scene the the Darth Vader Luke Skywalker is going to be way more interesting to me yeah, just because sure. there's there's so much more stakes especially if it's yes. Thor Captain America Iron Man which they're essentially the ones that they're the ones that started the franchise and also they're the ones that have had the most taken from by Thanos too. So, you know, uh, essentially Thanos has been haunting Iron Man for, you know, eight years or in this case, 10, I think it was 10 at the end, the time jump. Um, And, you know, Thanos killed Loki who is, you know Thor's only only other family member, and Captain America is you know he's he's there to protect the world, and he's and he took all of his friends away. He took Bucky away again, you know, like it's it's I I feel like that, and, and we do get that in the movie, like we definitely get that scene, but it's really really short. And and then granted, we do get a Mjolnir Captain America scene, which is one of my favorite my favorite action scenes ever, but. Yeah. Um, Wicked. Yeah, I don't know. It's I'm not. It I'm works. not a big fan of. It, well, it works I, I, the movie, I think. Yeah. The what? Yeah, I think what it is is your expectations and what you would have liked to seen. Uh, yeah. This, this wasn't. I don't think this. It wasn't meant to be a an intimate final confrontation. The Thanos brought about the wrath of everybody, not just those individual people specifically. I mean, yeah. yes, them, but it, but everyone else too. No, yeah, I get that. This is a this is a universal thing, yeah. not a regional thing. Spoiler but, for Avengers Endgame. I was about yeah. to say, what the hell are we doing everyone, here? Everyone has seen that fucking movie, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's get back to Scott Pilgrim, the movie that nobody saw. Oh, what movie? 
I don't think I don't think I have anything else to say. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Great, let's get your ratings. Start us off. Fine, I'll start us off. This also gets a four and a half. This is like a solid four and a half. Uh, this one I I definitely have my nitpicks, but they don't, but they aren't enough to keep me from highly enjoying this movie. This movie uh gets better the more I watch it because I understand because I've now I get the humor now I get things the story's putting out. It's got a great cast. It's got wit. It's got wit, wit sharp humor and funniness. It's got hype action scenes and a very unique visual palette, visual style. It looks amazing, and it's the fact that it's and the fact that it's uh the fact that it comes off like a great mix of video game and live action cartoon is incredible for a person like me who enjoys this kind of stuff. So Close yeah, it fits the bill. Fits it. Fits it. Um, I think I'll, uh, I think I'm like three and a half closer to a four. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, uh, I'm just happy that I enjoyed watching after so many years. And while I didn't like laugh out loud, it's a lot of like comfortable, um, comfortable chuckles. And mm-hmm. it's clever. The humor's up my alley for the most part and i just visually it's it's a treat and uh doesn't really allow the viewer to get bored necessarily it's just um just overall a pretty fun watch yeah great and i love i just love the characters it's just all all together it's just a very entertaining world so yeah three and a half four yeah uh i'd probably i'd probably rate it i'd probably rate four four and a half uh I I enjoyed this movie when I was uh when I was 13 years old and I enjoy it more now as uh as I'm uh approaching 23. So uh-huh. 10 years later I'm still I'm still enjoying this movie as much as I did. Um maybe even more um just because I'm able to appreciate the the work and uh, there's just so much love that you can see that goes into this movie that uh, uh, from from Edgar Wright and the you know the visual effects teams and and the editing it's just so it's there's so much care and put into it that uh, that I I I just I can't feel I don't feel comfortable rating it anything lower than a four. Um, oh yeah. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I would I would I would rate it. Four sex bombs out of five. Shit, yeah. All right. No, a lot of that is Wright's attention to detail. He he really he really cares about. He he loves filmmaking. You just get it the second you start watching his movies. It's, yeah. The guy is dedicated. He's like me almost. If I could get an hour, maybe two, a, a room alone with Edgar Wright, we I we could oh, turn yeah. that we could turn that into eight hours. We could turn that into a day. So that's yeah, a, yeah. That's good, good pairings because both of these films uh, are so s- very unique. And um, yeah, good pairing, Chase. Very yeah, unique. they're very they're very films. unique, and but they but re- they receive different amounts of acclaim over the years. The Matrix, yeah. a lot more universal than Scott Pilgrim's niche. Uh, 
not more niche. I can't think of the yeah. word to go with that. God yeah. dang it. Well, um, Scott Pilgrim being more niche than the Matrix is universal acclaim. There we go. That's how you make oh, a sentence, folks. There also, you go. Also, Seinfeld reference. That's what I'll end on. Oh, yes. I like the Seinfeld reference in the film. Yes. Very funny. Um, okay. Uh, we got some questions if you guys are done. Oh, we got yeah, questions. Good. I, yeah. I'm all for really questions. Had, I, really had a, I really had to force the freaking question thing to on, on the, the on the followers because mm-hmm. about damn time perfect uh, so let's go here's one uh which movie have you liked the most this year and this is from one slide review on instagram oh, which okay. film you liked the most this year that's that i've seen this year that have come out this year i i take it he means 2020 releases could i, I I know exactly what mine is. I know exactly what mine is. Yeah. We'll, we'll all say it at the same time, okay? Okay. Because I, I think we're all going to have the same idea. Oh, okay, well. Okay. So, all right, let's okay, do it. Ready? Okay. Okay. One, One two, two, three. three. The oh, Invisible Man. Words. All right. Well, that didn't, <laughs> fucking well. That didn't go well. <laughs> uh, okay, Sonic wait. the Hedgehog. That's mine. Oh yeah. Wow. yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> okay, that's not bad. Uh, yeah, mine's the mine's the Invisible Man, which I have I have yet to see. I have yet to see. I've heard from a bunch of people that it's that it's amazing. Bro, um, it's wicked. It's, is it? Is, I'm not a big I'm not a big horror fan. I'm a little bit of a little bit of a pussy when it comes to. <laughs> is it, is it well, really even st- well, I think um, even a pussy like yourself will enjoy a movie like this. Yeah, it's well, not like, horrifying, but there's like some great moments. It's of a thriller. Yeah. It's more of a cool. thriller, and I'll, I'll, oh god, I'll give it a yeah. shot. And from yeah, a film, yeah, yeah. filmmaker's got perspective, some... you'll be pretty impressed with some of the ways he shoots uh, attention and action. It's it's really awesome. Yeah, and visual effects, the way they do, the way they play with the invisibility concept is so devilish and just gets under your skin. Yeah, right. and I picked and... Five Bloods uh, just because I've only seen five films of this year, and I. It's just a, a fucking shame, but yeah. I, I didn't, and it's not like a perfect film. I didn't like. It's not my favorite of all of the even the last couple of years, but it's the only one <laughs> really that I'm like <laughs> that and Invisible Man, I guess. So yeah, I gotta make a watch list of 2020 movies that look like hopefuls because there there have been some ones that have been catching my attention. Like the, for instance, there's this one called The Last Full Measure. Uh, this guy is trying to find out the story about this one Vietnam veteran that saved a bunch of soldiers, trying to find him. That looked like it showed promise. So films like that, and ones I missed because of the ones I missed either because they were pulled from theaters, or they went to or they went to streaming, or other directed video releases, or even new streaming movies. I just gotta make a list of those to get to. Yeah, I don't know. It's just when films are like 20 bucks to buy on digital i'm kind of just like turned off yeah me too especially since i had a list and i was like usually just seeing movies for free it's kind yeah, of like yeah it's yeah, hard i mean to I, worked at, I worked at a theater too so i got i got quite a few for free yeah um i want to see first cow four dollars first cow came out a couple days ago so i'll oh. have to watch that yeah me too i'll watch that too um, I know a new uh, Herzog just came out recently, and I was going to watch that and review it, but I just 
it's I didn't. But yeah, I know there's a lot of movies, <laughs> new movies, but I just been so, such a slacker on watching any 2020 releases. I'm just I'm not a big fan of. I'm just I'm really not a big fan of of watching what? movies like new movies for the first time not in a theater. I just I I because I know my I know myself and I know that I will get distracted and not watch it the way that it's supposed to be watched. Yeah. Um, Tell me about it. God, I so, was trying I was trying to watch a Gamera movie the other day. That was the fourth time I've attempted it because I was so distracted by everything else in the house. It's yeah. ridiculous. That could just be my ADHD going, but fucking A, man. I just want to watch the movie, you know? Yeah. yeah. Put me in a seat in a black room, giant screen. Hold my attention. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It it sounds it's and the sad part is is I probably won't feel comfortable going to a movie theater or like I mean unless I work there, you know, which it might happen, might not, but um I won't really feel comfortable going and sitting down at a movie theater until this all clears up and it oh, doesn't sound like it's clearing up. It sounds like it's getting worse. Yeah. For enough another two or three years, maybe I won't feel comfortable if they do. I mean, open I'm, them up again. As soon as, as soon as the numbers start dipping down, I'm going to go see a fucking movie. I'm not waiting two to three years <laughs> to see a movie in the theaters. I'll tell you that. I'm going to wait two to three years. I won't be comfortable in a movie seat. for. I mean, I might years. like, I might within that time, like slowly start putting together like a, like a mobile theater, like uh, something that I can, I can, I can put up and take down uh, when I need to, meaning like get a projector instead of maybe like, cause I always, I get myself a nice, nice Christmas present every year. So maybe instead of getting the TV that I want, I just, I say, I say, fuck it and spend an extra 200 bucks on a, on a nice projector. Yeah, yeah. I've I've had this dream of doing backyard drive-in movies. I got a screen. I have a projector. I just need a way to hook up. I just need some speakers and a way to hook up an external uh player source. Like if I Mm -hmm. take my like I'll take my Xbox One on the patio or something. I don't know. Exactly. If I can can get that setup going, then I will be in major business here. Exactly. Yeah. I I mean I have a projector right now, but it's like a little. Uh, it's 1080 but it's really really dark it's only like i don't know if you guys know like lumens or anything like that but essentially 3000 lumens is like pretty solid brightness Mm -hmm. and this only goes from 600 to 900 oh so Mm. it's really really dim and you have to watch it in like total darkness which i'm fine with but you know uh yeah it's you know i'm i think i'm i think i'm gonna end up getting the Getting a projector and, and like some now nice, nice speakers and yeah, crazy. All right. Any All more right. questions, Victor? Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. J Y A channel. I didn't. I says. Um, what do you guys think of Microsoft buying W B Games? I didn't know this was a thing. Me neither. Like W. Wow, hang on, let me see. Let me let me look that up. I didn't I didn't uh I didn't know that. No, me neither. Um buying Batman Mortal Kombat. Uh I mean uh that's kind of cool. It gives it gives me a reason to to you know, cuz that means the uh the 
that means the Arkham games would be probably going exclusive to uh, to Xbox and Mortal Kombat. Um, well, it's just a rumor right now. It looks like. I guess so. Yeah. I don't know, I don't interested in buying batman mortal kombat uh development warner brother games yeah so. i don't know oh, I'm, I'm cool with it i'm i mean i don't i'm a pc kid so like i don't i don't really care, yeah, I, don't really care I, don't, either. Not, I don't care too much about it but i am uh i do like the fact that you know it's giving more of a reason to get a an, an xbox for me like i I don't have a re. I don't really. I can't really see myself buying a next gen console, yeah. but you know, with those like the Arkham games are incredible, and you know, I'm a, I like Mortal Kombat, and so you know that kind of moves me into the direction of pot of like I, I'm considering if I do get one, I'm considering more of the Xbox than the PlayStation. Well, yeah. as an Xbox guy, I would just like to say I don't really have a comment. I don't keep track of. Who buys which company? Just so long as I get some good games. Yeah. Same. As long as the games are good, that's all I really care about. I kind of don't really follow much gaming news anymore, so I don't Mm -hmm. really. I don't really care. As long as the games are good. Yeah. Yeah. As long as the games are good. As long as the games are good. Uh, Ray asks, "What if the M in parentheses Matrix was in real life?" Embarrassed emoji face, embarrassed emoji face, water droplets, laughing emoji. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's a beautiful question. What if the M? Yes. In parentheses, what? Matrix was in real life. What Take if the Matrix was in real life? So, like, what if we're in a simulation? Is that what is? Is that it? Kind of sounds like what it's getting at. Yeah, uh, he's definitely yes. <laughs> he also says ha 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 and scoot pilgrim is sexy so those were his, his responses sweet um i agree with the second one um for sure scoot pilgrim is sexy for sure um but uh yeah i, I it's very it's very plausible it's very plausible that we're uh that we're living in a in a simulation i mean anything's possible these days jesus so uh, don't think that's the case, but if it was real, eh, I don't. I wouldn't want to live a lie. Give me that red pill. Take hell uh, no. Fuck that. If I, I'm telling you what, I would rather live in my my stupid made up world than to be living in a world where I'm pos- I'm eating goop and all this stuff, and I have uh, none the wiser of what's going on. Sure, but, let me live my let me live my make believe life. But you can go back to that make-believe world and become a badass. You can learn to free your mind, bend the rules of the program. You can fly. You can get guns. You can do all I mean, I'm, cool stuff. I mean, I'm I'm totally happy with my with my boring my boring normal life at the moment. I say I'm take totally... out the art the uh, AI controlling us and farming us, and we essentially are living in this sort of hidden veiled existence where. Mm. Yeah. Agree. I don't know. That whole lizard people talk is a bit a bit silly. Lizard people talk. What are you talking about? Well, it's just, it's kind of. So you believe everything you're being told on the news? You believe? No, you believe no, everything. not to get that. No, let's not get that riled up. But 
No, we're not living a simulations. And I, right, I think a simulations far fetched, but I think everything else that that film tackles is pretty, pretty spot on. Yeah, yeah. It, it raises I mean, some points. I mean, I would, I, I believe the lizard people as much as I believe a, a, a giant I man. I didn't mean to bring up the lizard people, but you, you yeah. brought up the lizard people, and now you're gonna pay. Yeah. Yeah. Pay. How dare you? How dare you disrespect our, our reptilian overlords? F you, Nick. You really Refugee. just you really just screwed. The I'm poop. leaving. I quit. I quit. Cinema Pink canceled. <laughs> the last episode. Fine. I'm gonna reboot. I'll reboot the series. More like repoop. Um, oh. I think that's all we really have for questions. No more questions. That's a shame. Um, but yeah, if you guys uh, want to drop a question, follow us on Instagram and Twitter, and yeah. now we'll. Messages, guys. Yeah. Messages. We gotta fish for these things. Feel free. Feel free. You know. So, um, yeah. This is this. Yeah. 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 So if, if Ryan joins us next episode, he I think it's his pick. So we'll have to shoot him a message and, and let him know what's going on. Uh, so that'll be the next. That'll be in the next two weeks. That episode will drop. Whatever movies they are, I don't know. Yeah. And if not, it'll be me. Yeah. So perfect. Do you, do you know what you're gonna choose if it is you? No, not quite yet. But I will pick something. I I will get back to picking something we haven't seen before because then they'll give us a little more to talk about. Yeah, definitely. Sure. Okay. So, yeah. Well, if you guys are good, I'm good. I'm good. I'm cool. fine here. Um. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh. As always, we really appreciate it. And like I said before, make sure to follow us on all the social medias and give us a like, subscribe, and uh, we'll see you uh, in two weeks. See and you again questions. Weeks. Questions, guys. Ask us questions. We want to take your questions. Yeah, we like to interact with you guys. So Yeah, I love it. That sounded really uh, fucking uh, condescending. Uh, no, I'm really I'm not genuinely. We really love you. <laughs> yeah, no, I love answering all your fucking questions. Yeah. God, <laughs> get the hell out of here. Cool. Well, goodbye, everyone. Thank you. See you around. Bye.